Hey, Kirby Woods. The past few weeks, we've been talking about our new identity in Christ. And so far, we've seen how our new identity involves being chosen by God and also being adopted into His family. So I want to start, like I've been doing, by reading the passage, which is Ephesians 1, 3-8. And then I'm going to give you one last characteristic about our new identity. Verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before Him. In love He predestined us for adoption to Himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of His will, to the praise of His glorious grace, with which He has blessed us in the Beloved. In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of His grace, which He lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight. So this week, I want you to see that our new identity involves being redeemed. Verse 7 says, In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of His grace. So you've probably heard that word redemption before. And to redeem means to pay to get something back. So to get something back in exchange for a payment. And I think a helpful way to think about redemption is to think about a water bottle. So most water bottles, maybe you've noticed this, but on the label, it'll say CRV. And what that stands for is California Redemption Value. And a lot of these water bottles are made in California. So what that means is you can take a bottle like this to one of those recycling plants in California and they'll pay you maybe five cents or 10 cents to buy that bottle back. And so they'll give you five cents to get the bottle back. And then obviously they probably melt down when they have enough bottles, they'll melt them down and then make new bottles. And so I think that's a, a really helpful picture of how God redeems us, how he pays to get us back and then he makes us new. So I want you to see two realities about this redemption that God does in our lives. First, redemption points to our sinfulness. Notice the price for our redemption that Paul talks about. It says, in Christ we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses. So think about it. It took the death of the Son of God to redeem us. And there was nothing less that could do that but it was the death of Jesus on the cross. So I think that tells us just how messed up we really are. We didn't just need an example to follow or an encouragement to keep going. We needed Jesus to die for us, to rescue us and redeem us. And Jesus' death in our place actually makes forgiveness of our sins possible. So redemption points to our sinfulness, but secondly, redemption also points to God's grace. At the end of verse 7, it says, that this was according to the riches of His grace, which He lavished upon us. And I think that word lavished is really helpful because it communicates going above and beyond, sparing no expense, that word lavish. So think about, Paul also says in Romans 8.32, he's talking about God and similar to what he says in Ephesians. He says in Romans 8.32, He who did not spare His own Son but gave him up for us all. How will he not also with him graciously give us all things? 
So I think that and this passage in Ephesians tell us that redemption magnifies God's grace. And it shows us just how far God is willing to go in order to redeem us. So in closing, I hope that you'll consider your own life and think about, you know, maybe the places apart from God where you try to find your identity, those places that, that were really not meant to find our true identity. I hope that you'll think about that, and I hope at the end of the day that you will find your true identity in being chosen and being adopted and being redeemed by God.